Hello, everyone. This is Peter Stone. I am continuing on on my weekly podcast. Welcome to my show. Uh, I appreciate everyone that's coming here, and I hope that you're getting a few uh, tidbits of information, things that are maybe uh, making a difference in your week so that you uh, go through the week and enjoy life just a little more and enjoy everything in your day just a little bit more. So we are continuing on this program, stepping up and out in 2017, a year for change. And the reason, again, for this podcast on a weekly basis is to remind you uh, incessantly to continue on the work that you did in the new year, your new year resolutions, the things that you really wanted to change Uh, not necessary to wait till the end of the year, maybe to make the list, but not necessary to wait for another year to make another list, but to engage in that list, not let it fade away, let it stick with you. I'll be a reminder here. If you feel like you're falling off, go, go to the podcast, go online, listen to the podcast, put it in your phone, find something for 10, 15 or 20 minutes just to pull you back into the space that you desire. You didn't make that list because you had nothing else to do. It's my uh, belief or probably understanding that we all make these lists because we really do want to change our lives. And, and deep inside, and it's just way too easy to get caught up again in the day-to-day. So that's why I do this on a weekly basis. As a reminder, I know from my own experience, if I don't stick with something, I'm back at the same old, same old, and I'm not going anywhere. I've done it. I've done it for many years in the past. And I found a point where I just got pretty sick and tired of kind of playing around, if you will. I was just playing and and get serious with a little bit. Um, and I, I find it really tough to keep a schedule or put a schedule together, but but I did that. And and I'm finding the rewards of of scheduling things. And it seems like it's a lot of work, but When, like anything new or any change, if we schedule to take care of our goals or to take care of our dreams or the things that we want to change, whether it's our weight, our fitness, our diet, our friends, uh, a new hobby, whatever that is, that when we start to schedule and we start to take the action that the rewards come and we get in this cycle of, uh, of thought Um, action, reward, building momentum, and we get into this cycle that strengthens us. It's, it's an automatic thing, and, and I, I guess it's some kind of a natural law that supports us and helps us grow and move forward. Uh, we have been given all these God-given strengths and, and power and, and, and mind that is amazing, our minds and our bodies, strong, flexible, that we can do 
Well, a lot of things, almost anything. What we can't do, I guess we'll get a computer to do. So the subjects of this uh, subject of this week's uh, podcast is very simple. And it is a follow-up on attitude. First, we identify areas that we could change our attitudes in and places that we might have uh, been pulled down or allowed ourselves to engage in less than uplifting uh, conversations, people, direction, uh, situations that you really deserve better. So in the subject this week, it's gratitude. Things in your life that help you change your attitude is gratitude. There's not a simpler tool that I have learned, and I think many others have learned, to use is gratitude. I mean, in some cases, I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> Any day above ground is a good day. I mean, of the simplest of all things, I woke up and somebody else didn't, and wow, I have another day to live See smiling faces, and uh, if you have children, play with your children, or grandparents, parents, you get to engage with them. And, you know, if you're having challenges with any relationships in the family, it's don't make them build. Jump on them and find, you know, the beauty inside the people that you engage in every day, the people that you're, you talk with and you meet Look for the love inside. I mean, if you really want to go deep, but really look for the good, the upside, because all of us are filled with wonder and good, and we're born uh, as pure people, uh, pure, unscathed people, beings that I believe we're really taught uh, the flip side of good that we're taught, oh, be afraid of this, be careful of that, don't do this, don't do that. I was in Thailand about uh, four months ago and I had a friend over there from England and his family came and we were in a swimming pool, my home there, and uh, everybody's jumping around. The kids were there and his wife was... Uh, I had his daughter, she's grown up, she's about five on my shoulders and throwing her in the pool and in the middle safely. And I used to do that with my daughter uh, when she was the same age. And we had a blast. We do it for <laughs> 30 minutes or an hour. But her thing was, be careful, that's enough one time. Uh-oh, don't do it. It's like, how can you, you how can we grow and, and how can we flourish and feel free that Every step of the way, be careful, be careful, be careful. I say, <laughs> kind of go for it. Find out what's on the other side and get scratched up a little bit. And the good thing about this morning, you did wake up, you saw the world, and now you have the opportunity to find the wonder in the world. So when you go through the day, 
what about the music that you listen to? You know, if it's the first song isn't what you like on the radio, in your car, or on your phone, I mean, boom, you change the channel, you find something really nice. And I like to listen to inspirational speakers. I like to listen to uh, training CDs and videos. But on the other side, I love to... I don't know if I'll ever grow up, but I love to just crank up some music and I feel that music and I feel that spirit and that soul and that heart and and vibration. I used to play in a band in Manchester uh, when I was a kid in high school and I still have that rhythm. Uh, I have a piano, but I, uh, that's one thing on my bucket list uh, I'm looking at. So playing, you know, just getting into the day. We have so many things that are uplifting. Go to the ocean, you listen to the waves, and you know, sitting down on the boulevard, looking out over the water, or wherever it is that you're at, and one of the beautiful coves or the beaches, and, and just listening to the birds and find the beauty in the moment. Sure, there are wonderful galleries and, and creations of the artists in the area and really all around the world. And we can look out over the sea and see the ever-changing beauty. I know one time I was returning from Europe on a merchant ship. I would spend hours outside in the bow of the ship, and I found myself doing my own form of Tai Chi for hours. And the sun would set, the stars would come up, the moon would come up. I mean, next thing I know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. From 6 p.m., I would go out there after my dinner, and I just was so uh, engaged with the beauty of the sea, the waves, never the same. And the fresh ozone from the storms, the clouds were out over the ocean, and you could see them, and you could see the lightning, and you could see the rain in the pockets coming down from these thunderheads. And it was amazing. You could smell the ozone and get so charged and feeling the vibrant energy of the nature of the ship moving up and down with the ocean. And, and it just was so engaging. Next thing I know, I'm like hearing noises and I'm like, well, what's that? And I go out and I look over the bow of the ship and there's a couple of dolphins like 1130 at night just playing around the bow of the ship. And so we had a chat for 10 or 15 minutes. So, and that was an interesting moment. But I did that every single night. And what that taught me, what I took out of that, and what I've taken out of being on the sea in the middle of the ocean where there is absolutely nothing, nothing. You can ask a lot of people out in Arkansas or Nebraska or, uh, I mean, anybody in Boston. It doesn't matter, but the perception of, oh my God, what do you do in the middle of the ocean? There's nothing to do. Well, those of you that go to sea and enjoy the sea, you know the magic of the sea, and it takes away the noise, and you get connected with yourself and find the beauty in that. And so I speak of going to the edge of the sea and sit on the rock, and if you have a challenge or something that's bigger than you and you don't know what to do, you just go sit by the sea, and as we do often, 
and listen to the waves crashing and smell the salt air and just leave whatever that thing is that was your challenge or who knows, whatever seems to have taken you off course. And it will dissipate in the beauty. I think that's like a gift we're given. It's like a natural mental medicine, if you would, to go by the sea and the sea purifies all kinds of things. So I feel, I know it purifies us as people, as we, it's one of the reasons we go there. And is it known or unknown? I think none of that stuff matters. You don't have to prove anything other than when you went there, maybe you were stressed. I know I get on my bike, I ride, I crank, I get to the ocean, I sit, I deep breathe, I kick, I do some exercise, and then I take some silent time and I maybe watch the moon rise or, or watching a plane in the sky or something. But whatever stress I had after one hour seems to have magically dissipated. Now, I know that if we don't do that very often, the stress builds up. And it's something that I remember when I lived in Key West and I traveled around the world from Key West and I started was starting my business and I would come back after a 36-hour flight, tired. And the first thing I want to do is sleep. But I tried that once, and I woke up feeling really awful because it wasn't comfortable. My time clock was all messed up. Then I, one time, went down to the pier house to go swimming. And when I went into that pool this one particular time, it felt like, oh, my God, all my stress just went right down the drain of that pool. And from that day on, whenever I was tired, I would go for a swim, maybe go for a walk. Uh, When I was living there, go for a walk, go for a swim, and go to the beach and get that magic from the sea. So what am I grateful about? Well, if you couldn't tell, uh, it is being close to the sea and the magic of the sea. And really, every moment, I mean, looking up at the clouds, I I mean, I'm kind of obsessive about it. But if you go and you Google it and you find out the value of gratitude in our lives is so powerful, it's everything. And when we come from a space of gratitude, being grateful for everything, every little thing, matter of fact, sometimes... It's the littlest thing like the smile on a little baby's face that vibrates through our whole being that makes us feel so good. I mean, how simple is it? And today, we get so rushed. I watch it. I go through the airport. I mean, I was just on the train. I went from Swampscott to Boston to get a car. I had to rent one for a trip I'm taking, and Friday morning, 
I was in line with all these people getting on the train. And it was like, oh my God, I'm like, the energy was so low. I, I just felt it all over. And I'm like, wow, there was no music playing. There was not a smile. And it was this movement in the train, sat down, no expression. Oh, there were two people talking on the train and having a good interaction. It was really good. And I'm not saying that everybody on the train was that way, um, you know, totally just set. And I imagine that they've been doing it for years and years and years. And I just thought maybe there should be some more energy. Uh, I was in California a month ago, and and I see, I mean, people were coming up to me, and I'm walking across the parking lot, and they have these big, huge smiles. I'm like, whoa, I almost got pushed back. I'm like, what's wrong with that person? And I realized, <laughs> I was in California where they smile a lot, but I realized, so I was grateful for that smile. So what are some of the things that you could be grateful for? Do you have a business or that you have a job? that you have an income, the people that you work with, that you share time with, a good cup of coffee opposed to one that maybe is not so good. Maybe make a list of things that someone might say, well, there's nothing I'm really grateful for in my life. I just have a terrible life. And I beg to differ and that is not true, and that if you sit down, whether it's painful or not, sit down and, and just find that quiet spot, turn all the noise off, get a piece of paper, put a line on it, what am I grateful for on one side, and on the other side, what could I be grateful for? Just... Take some time. Don't do it in two minutes. Do yourself a favor. I mean, a real favor. And enjoy the silence and the quiet. And maybe go to the ocean. It doesn't matter where you do it, but some places are better for some people than others. Maybe it's, maybe it's up in the woods. Some people like sunrises. Some people like sunsets. Some people like both. It's your life. It's your choice. And... These weekly uh, podcasts are all about you and what you really want to do with you, where you really want to do and what really makes you feel good and the things you want to do. And don't hold back. Get up and get out and do it or stay home and do it. <laughs> it's, you know, but the point is get up and get out of the things that hold us back. And gratitude is just one of the most uh, useful, simple, free tools. You don't need any book or anything. You don't have to put any effort other than, I mean, in some cases, yes, it's a lot of effort. But in other cases, it is not effort in the sense you have to read a book, you have to do a bunch of research. You know the things that make you feel good. That's, there's no, uh, no, nobody can take that away from you. And you know yourself the best. So delve in, dive in, and enjoy that gratitude journey. And don't forget, 
I mean, it's really, really, really important. You wake up in the morning and say, how about just asking one question? If you don't want to ask three, four, or five, what could I be grateful about today? Or better yet, could, let's be a little more positive or a little more uh, um, intentful, if that's a word, with more intention, say, how will I be grateful today? Or what will I find today to be grateful about? You don't have to be grateful about everything, but I happen to find something to be grateful about, like this studio. I came to the studio, and I'm grateful that they have this really cool podcasting studio here that I get to share some pretty fun stuff with you. And so that's, I'm grateful. And you know what? They have a really nice coffee here too. And then I didn't have to bring my own water. And the people here, very nice. So that's just one small part of my day. Driving down the highway, I had some music. I didn't, I have this car rental. I don't have satellite music. And I'm like, well, I could have chosen to have this music. No, I found something I enjoyed. And sometimes I don't put music on in the car and I'll drive for hours. And if there's someone in the car, they'll ask, they'll say, oh, man, it's so quiet. And I'm like, what do you mean quiet? I'm listening to the trees grow on the side of the highway. Don't you hear them? The wheels turning. People in the Far East make a repetitive sound when they meditate that has been shared in the West now. So we can use all kinds of sounds to vibrate and and to get rid of stress and, and find an uplifting moment. We're just in such abundant times. Please, please, please do yourself a favor. Don't plug into the less than useful and make your town, your community, your area, your region a great place. And, you know, leave the junk behind. Let it go out to sea and get fixed and turned and come back as beautiful waves and clean water and, and um, charged sea particles, ions. That, that's another reason we go to the sea because the sea is so full of ions and it's really healthy for us. We don't have to take a lot of pills, but, uh, you know, in terms of minerals and vitamins, but that doesn't hurt. So we have everything we need. We have our cell phones. We have our convenience stores. Everything we need physically, food, shelter, everything is, is here. So if we are not feeling good inside in our day, in our moment, in our hour, it is up to us, you and I, to make a choice to find the great, the wonder, the beauty, and things to be grateful about in your day. This is Peter Stone. Closing up another series to lead into next week, we're going to talk about your health, your fitness, your energy, and how we can lift up a couple little things to do uh, on your energy or on your weight that are painless, really. Small changes, big results, stepping up and out in 2017, a year for change. Make it a year for change for you, yourself, your family, 
and everyone you touch. Thank you.